self-discipline is a great thing to have. You know that. But that said, self-discipline can be really hard to practice. I mean, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it, right? But it isn't, and not everyone practices it. Because it's not easy. But what if I told you that there is a way you can make self-discipline easy for yourself? That would be useful for you, right? Want to learn more? Then stay tuned because that's what today's talk is all about. Hello everyone, this is Salik and welcome to another episode of the Growth Philosophy Podcast, a bite-sized weekly podcast focused on empowering you to think better and upgrade your life. So let's talk about self-discipline. You know that it is a great thing to have. You know that already. Self-discipline is an important aspect for success in every area of life. Because life throws us curveballs and self-discipline is one of the key traits that makes it possible to overcome those curveballs and challenges. So yes, self-discipline is great, it is essential and really coveted, but it's also very hard to practice. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we don't practice it also all the time or most people struggle with it. So here's the reality. No matter how much people know about the importance of self-discipline, most do not practice it. So people know about it, but even then they don't practice it. And certainly not as much as they should. So yes, we know self-discipline is a great and important trait to have, but the implementation is challenging. It is challenging according to the common perception of self-discipline, because that takes for granted that you only have yourself to rely on, to practice self-discipline. But what if I told you that the concept of self-discipline as we generally know and understand is not entirely accurate? What if I told you that you can actually make self-discipline easier for yourself? That there is a way to shift how you practice self-discipline so that it becomes much easier to implement and follow through with? That sounds useful, right? That would be useful to know about. I'm pretty certain it would help you. I'm pretty certain that it would make self-discipline easier to implement when you know how to do that, how to make this whole trait easier to implement. That would make your life easier and better. So how can you do it? How can you make self-discipline easier for yourself? Well, here's how. It all starts by changing the belief that you have about only relying on yourself for being self-disciplined. So the idea of self-discipline being reliant on only yourself needs to be shifted. It needs to be changed. And when you start shifting that idea, then you bring in another concept, that of an an accountability partner. And that is how you make self-discipline easier for yourself. So accountability partner, what is it? An accountability partner is someone, usually a friend or colleague, with whom you enter into a commitment to keep each other accountable, mainly for achieving goals you have set for yourself. So basically what you do is form a shared commitment with someone to keep yourself on track. This way, you are not just relying on yourself to keep yourself on track which can have a massive impact on your ability to keep yourself on track with things and practice self-discipline. 
So the goals of an accountability partner, they can be similar, but they don't have to be exactly the same. What is more important for an, an effective accountability partnership is to communicate regularly, maybe once a week or so, or even daily, and update them regularly on your progress to keep them up to date on how much you have achieved so that they can keep track of how you're progressing and if you are ending indeed on track with your goals. So self-discipline can be made incredibly easy when you bring in someone else to hold you accountable. So an accountability partner, like I said, it's important to keep them up to date. And the simplest way to do that and to keep yourself on track would be to break up your goal or challenge into daily tasks or targets so that you're not rushing to finish the task the night before you touch base with your accountability partner. I mean, that's a very common thing, let's face it. Like rushing a deadline is a very common tendency when there are no daily or regular targets. So if you have like a weekly or monthly goal, it's very likely you'll probably wait until the last day or the last week to actually finish the goal. Whereas when you have daily goals, you won't be rushing. You won't be lethargic about it. You won't be lazy about it. You will be a lot more proactive. You'll just get on with things. So it keeps the momentum going. It makes it easier for you to just get on with things. Makes life easier for you as well because you won't be rushing. You won't have that extra stress. And there are other benefits as well. So by breaking down your goals, it will be easier for your accountability partner to check up on your progress and hold you accountable. As that way they will have clarity on what exactly your daily or your weekly goals are. Your weekly goal or daily task is. And that is a lot easier to keep tabs on rather than having a big goal that might take months to achieve. Junking a big goal will make life easier, not just for yourself. It will also make the accountability partnership a lot more effective. So that is a great way to create an effective accountability partnership. But will you really benefit from having an, an accountability partner? I mean, is it really useful to have someone to be accountability to? to? I mean, you might be thinking that, right? Maybe you have never had anyone to be accountable to. Like, you know, you're thinking, oh, you know, I'm an adult now. Why do I need an accountability partner? And will it really help? So let me give you an example of how it works even right now, no matter what your age is. So you know how people, actually most people, will often put aside a lot of their household chores until they're expecting a guest or someone to come over. And then they will try to make their place all clean and tidy before the guest comes. It's a very common thing. You probably do that yourself. I mean, I know I have done that. And that is a great example of accountability partnership in action. That's actually a great example of accountability in action. So what they do the tidy up because they don't want their friend or guest to think badly of them. You know, so it's, it's that added pressure that then gets them to do the thing. Otherwise, they probably would leave that thing alone for months. They probably never actually get around to doing that tidy up. So you do it anyway. We all do that anyway. And 
Accountability partnership is simply a way of using that to your advantage. That principle is what you're using to your, to your advantage when you're having an accountability partner. So here's the thing, you, this whole concept of accountability, it affects us anyway. So having an accountability partner enables you to consciously make use of it, of that concept to benefit your life. And let's face the truth about willpower and self-discipline. Right? The thing is, when it is just you alone in the picture, it is much easier to let things go and be less disciplined. It's just easier, you know, less hassle. You're, you're not really thinking about it. You just think, oh, you know, I'll just get to it another day. But then you don't. But you're much more likely to be disciplined and follow through with your tasks and goals and whatever when you are held accountable by an individual or other people. Like in that example I mentioned, your guests. So that principle of accountability affects us anyway and without even knowing or realizing it. So by having an accountability partner or partners, you are consciously making a decision to actually actively use that concept to benefit your life. And that's not just one example, of course, right? There are other examples, other ways, other tangible ways accountability affects us in very real ways. So think back of it. You know, well, when you were younger and you went to school, you know how you got your homework and you would always do it? You didn't like doing it. You would do it because you were held accountable by your teacher. So you had to deliver that homework. Or say, for instance, when you went to your university, you had to submit your project because you were held accountable. You had that deadline. So it wasn't just you holding yourself accountable. No, you actually had an external party holding you accountable. And that meant that you always followed through. No matter how hard, there was always a deadline and you always got it done. So having an accountability partner is basically using that same principle, but in a voluntary manner. So you're using that concept to get things done and to improve your own life. Now, you understand that an accountability partner can be very useful for you. So what should you go for? Should you go for just one accountability partner or a group? So when it comes to choosing an accountability partner, you have the option to select a group rather than just having one person as your, as your accountability partner. For some, a group might work better than one person. You know, different people work in different ways. So for some people, having a group can actually work better. But there are pros and cons to both. Now, should you opt for an accountability group or just one person? Here's the thing to note about that. A meeting with a single person is always easier to arrange than it is to arrange a meeting with a group. So that's one advantage that having a single accountability partner has over a group. And not just that, meeting a single person is also more flexible and is just overall easier. As you can just call them up or communicate using text messaging, instant messaging, emails or Skype or whatever form of communication you like. So keeping tab on each other is easier when it is just one person. 
You can also arrange a, to have a face-to-face meeting regularly at a cafe or even at your own home or their home. Say once a week or more regularly. So it's just easier to arrange meetings and to connect when it is just one person. So having a single person as your partner is easier. But that said, having accountability groups can be useful too. As in theory, the more people you are accountable to, the easier it can be for you to stay on track and maintain self-discipline. And there is another advantage to having an accountability group. Because you have several people, it can actually help generate more ideas. So instead of having just one accountability partner, you can prefer, or you might actually want to have a group, like a mastermind. So the advantage of being in an accountability group like a mastermind is that you have extra pressure on you to not let the community down. Because then you're not just accountable to one person. You're accountable to several people. And it is harder on you to let several people down than it is for you to just let one person down. Make sense? So it can give you that extra motivation to stay on track. Especially if the rest of the group is after the same or similar goals. So often masterminds have similar goals. So that can be quite useful too. So there is that extra motivation, if you will. Also, the community can be of great help anytime you stumble across an obstacle. As they can help come up with different ways of dealing or even overcoming the challenge. The members of the mastermind, their collective knowledge, experience and perspective can help you see ways for you to overcome any challenges you might come across. So having a group of people to help you deal with challenges can be much better than just having one person to help. But there is a downside of being in a group like that. And the downside is that usually it is a lot harder to get a lot of individual attention in a group since the time and attention needs to be shared with the rest of the community or group members. I mean, it makes sense, right? Because, you know, you're part of the group, so everyone needs time and attention. You cannot just expect all the time and attention to be invested in you. So that can be a bit of a challenge. So there are pros and cons for both options, both individual and group has pros and cons. So they both have advantages. I mean, at the end of the day, they're both useful. So you can choose either, or you can choose both. I mean, so you can, at the end of the day, there is absolutely nothing stopping you from having both an accountability partner, as well as being part of a group. It's totally up to you. You can choose whichever works for you. Now, where can you find an accountability partner? Here is the thing to know about that. It's actually easier than you think to get an accountability partner. So you know the benefits. Now it comes down to how do you actually get started. So finding an an individual partner is of course the easiest way to get started. And it can be as simple as just reaching out to a friend and get them to hold you accountable. So it can be as simple as just well, say you writing down what your goals are and then you touch base with a friend and ask them to hold you accountable on those goals. Say, for instance, you want to lose some weight. Then it would be as simple as you 
having set yourself the goal, the weight that you want to lose, and then you tell your friend how much weight you want to lose per week or how much workout you want to get in per day or per week. And then it's simply a matter of you updating them on the information. So it will be them keeping tabs on you to make sure that you have actually kept to that goal. Right? So you can connect with your friends. Those, well, that actually will be the easiest way to get started, having an accountability partner. There are forums as well. Like everything is done online nowadays, especially now, but with the wall, you know, social distancing and all that. So online forums would be a great place right now. I mean, there are lots of Facebook groups as well. So online forums, Facebook groups, and there are also relevant local groups. I mean, a lot of meetup groups nowadays are online. So you might find some like-minded people there. So those can be great places to find accountability partners or even groups. So that's how you can get started. So now you know what an accountability partner is, what they do and how they can help you as well as how you can get started. So you have a great method to make self-discipline easy for yourself. I hope you have found today's talk useful. If you have any further questions about today's talk, feel free to reach out to me. Post them on my blog or post them even on my Twitter. I hope it has been a useful talk for you. As always, it has been a real great pleasure to have you listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get updated about new episodes. Also, check out the other episodes of the Growth Philosophy Podcast for more resources to help you improve your mind and your life. I'll catch you again next Monday. Until then, have a great week. And remember, think better to upgrade your life.